And what the heck's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the greatest podcast of all time, The Tim's Talk Line. The only podcast in the world with a focus on Tim Hortons and everything Tim Hortons, including the gossip, including the predictions, including, including some of the stuff you don't even want to know about. We are the number one podcast in the world. And we're not afraid. We're not afraid to be confident no more because we 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 got a five star review on Apple Podcasts, or someone said we were like waiting for Godot or something like that. And I never and I I never went to university, so I don't know about this wait for Godot. Whatever, I, I know Gal Godot. So so we're like waiting for Gal Godot uh, at a super beer, bad brew beer. And that's that is an amazing good is it a criticism, is it a compliment? I mean no 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 more. But the thing is, we know that we are making waves across Canada. And our goal by the end of twenty twenty one is to be, become a part of the Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms. We want to be included in there. We want it to be mandatory that every citizen has the right to listen to the Tim's talk line or every citizen has the right to make their own Tim Hortons podcast. I'm not scared. I know I'll still be number one. It's, it's, it's just simple math at this point, right? I never went to university. Well, I went for a half a semester, but they kicked me out because uh, I was too vocal about my Tim's, Tim's support. It, it was, it was hard. Uh, you know, and people did understand back then about my Tim's advocacy. They really did understand. They, they saw us crazy, but look who's laughing now. The number one trending news in the world is about Tim Hortons right now as I record this episode. Like, I, can I say I was ahead of the curve? I, I don't know. It's, 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 it's not up to me no more. It's not up to me. I just say what I say. I say what I know. And I say what needs to be said. There is some very big news. There's some very big news coming out of Tim's HQ right now. I'm sure you saw number one trending. Lester Holt was talking about it on the nightly news last night. But it is official. Chef Talis Vokes is the new culinary lead in the Tim Hortons family. He trained at the Cordon Bleu in Ottawa, and he worked at Michelin Star restaurants and in the press release they say he brings his creative vision to the tim's menu with a commitment to the quality flavor and freshness this is huge news this is the we saw lester holt talking about this last night we saw wolf blitzer doing the do it break it well, well i broke it to them right i broke it to them I, I no one talks about that no one no one credits me for nothing right but i broke this news to them about the new chef and, and people are losing their minds right there. Uh, you can't go up. People are celebrating. People are celebrating again. I think this is what's going to turn this country around. What's going to turn this world around. We have a new culinary lead at Tim Hortons. So you know what that means. I think, I think what the plan is, is they want to make Tim Hortons into a five-star restaurant. And to me, it's been that for years, clearly, 
but they really want to make Tim Hortons into something we don't even, what the normal person wouldn't understand, what the average show would understand. It's going to be an affordable five-star restaurant. That is my prediction. We're talking Tim's filet mignon. We're talking about Tim's uh, uh, foie gras. We're talking about Tim's beef broth and the uh, bone marrow, bone marrow, <laughs> bone marrow double-double. It makes me laugh full of joy. We're, we're talking bone marrow double doubles for sure. We're, it's 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 all sides at this point, right? I just I love I love what I eat, my friends. I love what I've seen. This is genius news, and it's a celebration day for all. It's 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 like when Led Zeppelin got back together and they had their little celebration day performance. No, this is the real celebration day. We got a new culinary lead, and I was there at the meetings when we decided on this guy. I I can't lie anymore. I can't lie. I was there on the meetings when we, deci- when we decided on this guy. And I said, I-, I was the one that said, look, we need this guy. We need a change of direction. People are talking crap about us. People are saying McDonald's coffee's bare. Well, we got to do the double-double bone broth. And they're like, okay, well, who can we get to organize this? And I said, and I said, well, I know a guy. His name is Talis Vokes. I said, Talis Vokes, Chef Talis Vokes. <laughs> it just makes me laugh full of joy. I said, Chef Talis folks from the Tim Hortons family, Le Cordon Bleu in Ottawa. I said he is the guy to run Tim Hortons from now on. It's just science. It's just science at the end of the day. Like, I just, I, I, can't, I can't say it any more clearly to nobody, right? It makes my throat hurt, but I, I swear to God, once I get one of those bone, bone marrow double doubles in me, it's all going to be good. I don't know when they're going to start rolling them out. But I'm going to say in the next 24 hours. So whenever you're listening to this podcast, 24 hours from now, you're going to be having a bone marrow um, double-double. It's it's all science at this point. I can't, I, I can't lie no more. I, can't, I, I don't lie no more. It's a huge day on the Tim's talk line. Um, again, I'm sorry, but, you know, I this news is new before the interview I did. We did do a pre-recorded interview. I had the phone lines open. It's 5 a.m. The phone lines open. That's when uh, it was 5 a.m. on January, whatever. January 2021. I haven't slept. I haven't slept because I'm so excited about this news. So we have an amazing conversation with a really, a really amazing man named Joel Edmondson. And I hope you will enjoy it. I'm, and we didn't cover the news because the news didn't break yet. But this is huge, guys. This is something like you've never seen before. I'm so excited for you to t- try the Tim's Bone Broth Double Double. And, uh, but listen to this insightful interview with Mr. Joel Edmondson. And he is from Oakville, Ontario, right? So he knows all about what it's like to live in a city, grow up in a city where Tim's HQ used to be four years. So get ready for an insightful interview and enjoy yourself because this is the greatest podcast in the world. Talking about the greatest five-star restaurant in the world. And I, of course, am talking about the Tim's Talk Line and the restaurant Tim Hortons. People, we are growing in our numbers like you've never seen before. We are the biggest podcast in the world. Get ready for an amazing conversation 
of the Tim's Talk Club. Welcome to the Tim's Talk Line. Who am I talking to this afternoon? Hi, uh, Ben. This is Joel Edmiston. And where are you calling from, Joel? Uh, currently, I'm in Oakville, Ontario, the former um, place where Tim Horton's headquarters was located. Yeah, sad day when that moved, man. Did you did you ever drive by there? Oh, all the time. Yeah, every Oakvillean remembers where they are when they found out that the Tim Horton's headquarters was moving. Uh, to Toronto. It's sort of like when people reminisce about where they were when John Lennon got shot. Same sort yeah. of thing. Canadian edition. Or when uh, 9-11 happened or or when people found out that uh, Peter Rabbit 2 was being postponed um, due to the uh, coronavirus pandemic. I'm still getting over that right now, man. Yeah, man. What's yeah. in the buildings now? That's a good question. I don't know. It's right around, like, there's this, like, famous buffet place. And what's that called? Mother Tucker's. Oh wow! I know, I know. It's, Real it's very crass. cheeky. It's very cheeky. It's it's it. Um, I think it's a. It might be a chain. I don't know, but it's very popular. Like there's a line out the door on Sundays. Wow. Yeah. I wonder how they're doing with the whole pandemic stuff. I'm sure not very good. I yeah, mean, buffets. Buffets are hit hard. Hit the hardest, perhaps. That's why I like the Tim Hortons model. It can work in any. Uh, climate in this world, right? Even when the ice caps start melting, I feel like we're still going to see lots of little Tims on little floating, floating little boats and stuff like that when we're just all on cardboard boxes trying to float in the Atlantic. Oh Ocean. yeah, they'll sustain. They'll sustain. They're well, they're they're a huge conglomerate, so that they find a way, you know. Tims um, large. But I was thinking, like maybe once the pandemic is done, Tim Hortons could do like a celebration of um, whether it's essential workers or just like uh, people for having the perseverance to get through a pandemic. They do a, uh, like a reward and they do a buffet. That'd be cool. It yeah. all laid out. For some reason, when you were saying that, I was just like thinking of like what what they would offer. Maybe I was thinking maybe they like dump like a bunch of coffee from helicopters into Lake Ontario and they're like, drink it. Yeah, people are in their canoes with like with with buckets. Yeah, that'd be amazing. I like that idea because I think that if there's one business in Canada that has definitely thrived during this or stayed the same, I feel like they haven't lost any money. It's definitely been Tim Horton. So Mr. Mr. Horton. Yeah. Mr. Horton. He's getting it all at the top, man. I know that the headquarters did move downtown Toronto. Did you stop by the new location at all? Um, no, but you've told me about it a bit. Yeah. It's a uh, Wellington street. I, I yeah. walked by there, tried getting, tried getting a couple meetings, but, I'm Did you still, wear a suit? I'm still, well, I, Joel, I'm, just, I, I'm still trying to make enough money to make a suit right now. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah I forgot. Um, well, just like speak, I, I, I did like one of the big reasons I wanted to come on the podcast is something that's been grinding my gears lately when I go into Tim Hortons, like speaking of the pandemic and how they're reacting to it. And obviously they're doing well. There's still lines outside of Tim Hortons, yeah. but 
You're not allowed to sit down in the restaurant, right? No, nope, you're not allowed to sit down in the restaurant. That is 100% true, Joel. I, so, so, 100%. At the beginning of the pandemic, the chairs were on the tables. You remember that? Chairs were on so the it, tables, yes. So and now, now this, this proves to be a very hard thing for the restaurants where they have the chairs attached to the tables. That's all I'm going to say. Right. So at first it was like, it was like temporary. The chairs were on the table yeah. and then the pandemic started getting longer and longer Yes, and the ch- chairs disappeared. Yep. Where the hell did the chairs go? That's what, that's what's grinding my gears. I want to know. Well, have, have you, have you noticed about the same time the chairs disappeared? That's when a new roast beef sandwich got introduced. Are you serious? <laughs> I just, I just say what I see, Joel. So are you suggesting that it's not 100% beef and it's mostly a chair? Yeah, man. That's how the Avengers, they, they, they live off of the metal and the wood. Like they the eat Avengers. that sort of stuff. They become stronger. And I think that's what Tim Hortons wants. They want to make a little Tim Hortons Canadian universe. super army? Yeah. yeah. We only have Captain Canuck and he, he needs some help. The man's getting like, he's like 70 years old at this point. I feel like Captain Canuck, I feel like he has a whole team of Canadian superheroes. Does he have like a beaver sidekick or something? I think there might be a beaver and a moose, and I'm sure there's like a sexy lady or something as well. Yeah. To, to for for someone someone for every time Captain Connect gets a little horny, you know. What would what was what what would her name be? Uh, not Harley Quinn, maybe like Barley Quinn. <laughs> yeah, I guess we have a lot of beer up here, so Barley yeah. would make sense. Barley, yeah, or uh, not Black Widow, but um. Uh, like get a knockway black widow <laughs> yes yeah something like that i don't know dude that's yeah i you got right to that guy do you think the author's still alive of that i wish i wish i had the comic books in front i never owned a captain connect comic book i must not be a good canadian yeah, yeah but. i was gonna say call yourself a canadian buddy i got i got i got my whole pillowcases lined with those buddy and you should know if the if the writer and creator is dead or not. You should be, oh, no, you should. You should be laying flowers I, at his grave I, right I, now I if, you, if you really like him that I much. I read the stories. That's what he wants. He didn't want to be. He was like J.D. Salinger, man. He like he just wanted <laughs> he wanted he wanted to separate the public from the private life. I just to take it back to this chair thing. I just like wonder if there's like a storage unit somewhere in like fucking pickering just full of all the chairs from all the Ontario Tim Hortons. But that's possible, Joel. But another thing you gotta remember about the Tim Hortons business model, it's a it's a franchise by franchise basis. There are some that are owned by the corporation itself, but they're mainly franchises. I am you know, because I am on a Facebook group called Tim Hortons Collectors and they like it's often franchise owners. You can they sell things like a Tim Horton sign or a drive-through posting. So I think you gotta reach out to the franchisees, my man. Yeah, but it, but what about the we're all in this together um, uh, motto of early pandemic days, where you know you you don't think all the Tim Hortons people said to each other, "We're all in this together. Let's find a place where we can yeah, all true. put our chairs together, so we are we're not all paying for one uh, storage." unit we can pitch in for a few well here's the thing i'm thinking joel i say after this podcast is done you take a little drive to that old headquarters i wouldn't be surprised if you saw it torn down in just a big pile of chairs there now (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's an empty like ghost town building just full of chairs full of chairs yeah i don't know man 
did you ever, did you ever watch did you ever watch storage wars yeah i watched storage wars imagine that big fat southern guy being like these are chairs from tim hortons which is a a, a franchise of uh coffee restaurants in canada these are worth a thousand a piece ding, 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 yeah ding. i would love to see those those guys bidding on that <laughs> It goes to like a million dollars. Yeah. yeah and then a million, million dollars, yeah, really not two million. Do I hear two million? <laughs> Tim Hortons also, I would love to see just one guy bring all those chairs into an antique store. He just has, he just has the He just wheels them in a yeah. big cart. Yeah. And the guy's like, wow, little... you hit a gold mine here. Sir. Yeah. It's looking at them. Yeah. Well, hey, man. I, I I swear someone's trying to sell those chairs somewhere. And, Where you know, are the chairs? That should be the new hashtag. Yeah. Where are the chairs? I wouldn't be surprised if once the pandemic's over, they sold off all the chairs and now they just make a stand at tables. It would be good for fitness because, you know, like Michelle Obama and all these people are um, doing, trying to do things to to curb the the how children are unfit and uh yeah. you know spending all their time on the couch playing video games and all this eating so what they want us to eat like a beyond meat burger or some bullshit yeah. like that they want you to stand up in tim hortons no chairs and eat a beyond meat burger and drink a coffee with no sugar no cream um no added preservatives all that I think I'd actually be open to a tim hortons uh with the ceo being michelle obama Maybe she should buy it. I think um, so. I trust her. Yeah, it'd be better than what is it, BK that owns them now, or fucking. Yeah, whoever. they got a lot of little owners. You know, everyone wants a piece of Tim's. And I can't blame them. So, you know, I've tried. I tried putting in a bid myself, but they never. They never take my offer seriously. You can't even afford to make your own suit. Yeah, I know. You expect uh, to buy the whole <laughs> whole uh, corporation. I got some connections. Mm. Well, maybe we could, if we tweet at Michelle Obama, where are the chairs? Maybe she'll know. Yeah, maybe she'll she know can. exactly. You know what the thing is, is like yesterday for all the listeners out here, because this is when we're, we're recording, like all the QAnoners, they expected mm-hmm. this there to be this big, like, uh, like uh, Donald Trump somehow like arrests all these celebrities and stuff. That's what the thought was going to be. But then nothing happened. So I think they don't believe in that conspiracy anymore. So I think a new conspiracy that we could get all these guys to latch on to are where are the chairs? Yeah, chair and on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that'd, that'd be good. Somebody needs to pick up those lost souls while now that now that they're abandoned. I yeah. I think this would be a bit more constructive. Like I wouldn't mind. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what those guys want, man. But maybe- well, I mean, we don't we it's not lying if it's if it's we're if we don't say like oh we're we're like government spies or anything we just create a conspiracy that we maybe think it's not technically lying no it's not lying at all yeah and i mean these guys their their minds are like putty and they think that uh when they are fed these things they think it's an original idea so as long as we sell it to them like it's their decision to think then it's all good I th- that'd be funny. Michelle Obama. I don't know. It'd, be, it'd also be funny if there's the position that Michelle Obama was uh, was fighting the deep state Tim's corporate to get yeah. the chairs back. 
Yeah, exactly. Like uh, there's like a cabal uh, within the Tim Hortons Corporation right now of like people like children's blood instead of, you know, the in the in the pink lemonade. Yeah. Something like that. And Michelle Obama is the one person to kind of like stop this. Yeah. You have to link it in with that. And I think and that it's going. Sorry. No, I think that I think that these guys would definitely love this shit. Yeah, I mean, if we, because because they get a lot of their information from 4chan and more recently 8chan. Yeah. If we started like a Tim Chan. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah, Timmy's Chan and uh, yeah, Q. Uh, what do we? Yeah, Chair Anon or Horton's Anon. Anon. Yeah, Double Double Anon, something like that. Yeah, yeah that'd be amazing. The new then, Tim Hortons conspiracy theory sweeping young white males across the, or actually apparently it's a lot of middle-aged people. Wow. Yeah, I know. I've seen middle-aged people. Yeah. I would love to see uh, them try to siege uh, Tim Hortons headquarters. Yeah. Like, like that capital uh, siege there, the, yeah. the insurrection, they try to, they do a coup at the, for the Tim Hortons uh, CEO position. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want anyone to get hurt, but I think it'd be funny, like a bunch of people, like in the building. It would be funny. Try to get uh, up on that to see, yeah, yeah, the exact, and it's just like the guy Tried with to the, use the elevator, the guy with the the Viking horns thing. Yeah, except it's two Tim's cups. Yeah, that'd yeah. be great. Yeah, man. Well, I don't know. It, you never know with this world, and I think that that is something that these. people... These people might just latch on, and I think that Tim's head HQ's got—they gotta be worrying about some stuff. They should make a statement, honestly. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, um, Joel, I gotta ask you: like, have you drank Tim's in the last two to three weeks? I mean, I've been at home, so my parents have like a coffee machine here. Okay, so they haven't. I mean. And uh, near my, well, okay, so near my, like, my work, there is a Tim Hortons. I got a, I'm sorry to say, I got the hot chocolate there recently. Oh, yeah. It was, it was horrible. No. Yeah. I know. It was, it was so like bad really, about it. Really rich and sugary. I couldn't even, I couldn't even get through half of it. Oh, damn, man. Yeah. And well, it, it was like, it was like fake. It just tasted fake. I think that was just that was just a one-off mistake by the franchise owner. Man, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't think about that too much. Okay, you know, I I got it. I'm just probably wouldn't. I mean, I'm to, full disclosure. I'm not a big um, hot chocolate guy in general, but I was just feeling it that day. I think this might have been even before Christmas. So maybe wow. Two, three okay. Weeks so ago. maybe yeah, four, yeah. four or five weeks ago. Um, but I'm more of a, if I was going to get a, I, you know what I should have done? I should have done the half and a half, half hot chocolate, half uh, coffee if I felt like a hot chocolate. Yeah. And I could have done a half, I think it was later on in the day. That's why I got the hot chocolate. I could have got done half decaf, half hot chocolate. Here's the thing. I do like a good decaf coffee in the afternoon and uh, Tim Hortons always has it. Where other places it kind of takes time, like even even fucking Starbucks, like Tim Hortons oh. always has a decaf pot. So if I want a decaf in the afternoon, I I typically go to uh, to Tim's. Man, I gotta say, you might be our first like big decaf drinker on the pod. And I want to ask you, what does it do for you? I've never had. I have. What do you like? The taste or like? I like the taste of coffee. 
and yeah, I like yeah. having a I like having a warm drink. I like uh, uh, I'm 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 like pretty ADD, and yeah. anybody with ADD will tell you that they they have like a not everybody, but you know like they have like a uh, um, coffee addiction. But also like it's like you need to be doing something all the time. That's why a lot of ADD people also smoke, and like uh, a lot of addiction is just like having to have something. You know something, like. Yeah. Um, so uh, having like a hot beverage, like, you know, sometimes it's, it, I, I cycle out, whether sometimes it's like mint tea or chamomile or, uh, you know, it, through the, through the the fall, it was a beer, which was not good. Yeah. In the you know, I'm trying to cut back on the beer, but, uh, uh, yeah, the decaf has been, uh, you know, it's a good afternoon sort of thing to, to focus on while you're doing another thing, you know? Wow. That's and and you have and then you usually have how many cups in the morning of the non decaffeinated? Two to three. Two to three. Yeah, I'm mm. on that too. But you know yeah. what? That would be kind of nice something in the afternoon because I really do like the taste of coffee too. And yeah. I feel like it's kind of like a placebo. Do you get like a sort of placebo effect or it's like yeah. a bit of energy? Yeah, but there there is some caffeine and de- decaf. Yeah, I've heard that. Decaffeinated. There's still some left over, so. Um, yeah, but even, even so, even if I drink decaf, even if I don't drink any decaf, I'm still like having so much trouble sleeping lately. It's this pandemic. There's nothing to do in the morning. So I'm just sleeping. I know. What time do you usually wake up now? Like 11 or noon, maybe even later sometimes. Yeah. I see you get a job at Tim Hortons. Yeah, no. Um, I never really worked in fast food. I worked uh it, the concession at uh Cineplex okay and uh i i worked i i guess i worked at that bagel place for a while but that was technically not fa- that wasn't fast food it wasn't a corporation but that that job at Cineplex was just too much i mean fucking I know. busy day. i i i've uh, my heart goes out to these tim hortons employees on the same busy days, especially during a fucking pandemic God. same and the thing is that yeah the business never tim's never sleeps man so you're always you're always on your feet doing your thing and we think about these guys every day yeah but i guess the last time i was like sort of consistently doing having tim hortons ben was probably the last time we spent together was when we were doing that student film. Yes. We were on set for it. Yeah. And they had, they were asking oh, yeah, us they- for our Tim's orders every day. Yeah. Cause yeah. They, because it was like a actor production. They had to feed us every day. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And- well, I was, they, they would often, when I was doing that, they would bring a, a, a Tim's take 10 along. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the, the Tim's Take Ten. I I like a Tim's Take Ten. I do too. It's kind of like a buffet. Yeah, there you, you go. Use your topping. It's the That's equivalent the of buffet. a buffet. Yeah, but both days, I guess it was the Tim or the when we were in North York in Hamilton. I think it was different. I yeah, think my order was different in Hamilton, but in North York, both days I ordered a bagel with cream cheese and vegetables. Right. Okay. I think it's called a veggie delight in in Tim Hortons speak. Yes, yes, of course. So the, it comes to me both days. Yeah. Two days in a row. Maybe it's the same person wor- working or whatever. And I don't know, I don't think you're supposed to specify, but they only put cream cheese on one fucking side of the bagel. Wow. I think that's a franchise rule. 
I like think I, I think that the, the, the franchise has established that at the particular teams you're going to. It's it it pisses me off. Hey man, it's it's okay, man. It's what, what, and the other side okay. is just plain. Yeah. So, so they want you know. because they want you to get a taste of the bagel on the other side, man. Yeah, because Tim Hortons bagels have so much taste. Oh, I want to know. I have celiac disease. I suffer every day. Right. I'm sorry about that. Have yeah. you ever had a gluten-free bagel? Yeah, I've had a gluten-free bagel, and they're okay. Yeah. Toasted? Yeah, toasted. It's it's an interesting little thing. Yeah. I think, for Ben, I know... Maybe you don't get it, but if if you have a if you have a uh, a, a bagel, you cut it in half, yeah. cream cheese and something in the middle, right? You want cream cheese on either side. Uh, now you're just sounding like the Canadian version of that guy from American Pie who did the thing with the apple pie. This is just. <laughs> <laughs> when I used to work at a bagel restaurant, there was a guy that used to come in and said, "How wide are the bagel holes today?" Jesus Christ, man! Because the the bagel place we went to was hand rolled, not machine rolled, so wow. they were different every time. Yeah. And he would be like, "So how wide are they today? How oh. how tight and how soft?" Oh God! And I would be, I would, I I almost didn't sell it to him some days because of how horny he seemed. I was just like, and I, you know. You, you spend a lot of time with these bagels. You start to care for them and you start to have a sort of like a, a fatherly relationship yeah. for them. Like they're my daughter, you know, and I, I didn't trust this man with my daughters, my, Cana- my bagel daughters. Canadian Jason Biggs, Jason Friggs. Yeah. Now who, who would have Jason thought, Biggs, eh? Yeah. Who would have thought that this man, he's on top of the world in the nineties. He's in loser. He's in that movie with Jack Black, Savage Silverman. Mm. Who would have thought, that Jim's dad would be able to surpass him in fame once again. It keeps on rising. Well, Jim's dad also is in all the, the direct-to-video sequels. I know. But I feel like at the time, people were like, oh, Eugene Levy, he's done. But there's something about Hamilton, well, he, man. Yeah. There's something about being born there. Power of Hamilton, yeah. I th- yeah. And I think he lucked out by having a uh, such a talented son. Mr. Danny... Danny, I wonder what you should have Danny on the pod. See what he oh, if he yeah, misses if he misses Tim Hortons and see you know the, uh, L.A. Did, do you know if they ever go to Tim Hortons in Schitt's Creek? Is that a storyline? I don't know. I mean, if fuck, they should do a sequel series if they haven't. Yeah, yeah. Maybe one day, like Catherine O'Hara's character has to work there. Yes, that would be cool. I haven't watched much Shit's Creek, and that makes me a bad Canadian again. If Captain Canuck was on Shit's Creek, maybe I would watch it. But uh, yeah, I would watch it too if that were the case. But he ain't on that no more. Well, I mean, if we're gonna cast Captain Canuck, I guess that these days, if you're if you're going with the zeitgeist, I think you have to put Dan Levy as ca- Captain Canuck. These yeah, days. he I could is see sort him of Captain be, Canada at this point. I could see him. I could see him doing that. They like should Dan put- Dan Levy and like the villain is played by Sidney Crosby or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like Mark, <laughs> Mark Messier. <laughs> Bet you can't eat just one. Yeah, whatever happened to that commercials? guy? Are you still playing hockey? I don't think so. I think he's probably a talking head on some yeah. hockey. Yeah. Hockey tonight. Sports hockey tonight. tonight. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, he's, he's the second mic on the grapevine. Um, uh, Don just like, Terry's podcast. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. The mic, uh, on the mic. Uh, well, with a name like Messier, he should have been a janitor, janitor or something like that. Yeah. Well, no, that's what he was thinking when he was on the ice. He was picturing a, a mop. Yeah. He thought it was a broom. Yeah. He's just and, trying to clean. <laughs> yeah. The pug was a dust bunny. Yeah. He's the one player on the NHL who had a mop on the ice. <laughs> <laughs> He's cute. He's cute. So anyways, why do you call in today again? Just wondering. <laughs> Just wondering. <laughs> Little boy wonders. Well, it was mostly the chair thing. Do, yeah. uh, do you want do you want me to plug? Yeah, plug whatever you got. We got about nine listeners. Nine. <laughs> no, it's I've explained this before on the podcast. It's like an exclusive country club that not everyone can get into, but everyone's welcome to, but only nine people choose to. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's it's like the the Tiff Noir membership. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Um, what you got? Plug Gar- maybe maybe Guillermo del Toro and David Cronenberg are one of you. I think uh, they are nine people. Yeah, they want to keep it a secret. Imagine David Cronenberg directing the Tim Hortons biopic. That'd be cool. I would like, love to see like oh the Boston cream donuts and the gel like they just yes. be all coagulated. Yeah, like a, stu- a, stum- a man's stomach vagina opens up and like yeah. like cream comes out of it to milk his coffee. Oh, that'd be amazing. That'd yeah. be awesome if Dave Cronenberg opened up a Tim Hortons franchise. Yeah, and all the all the commercials are directed by him. I, yeah, at the very least, let's see a Tim Hortons commercial directed <laughs> Jeremy, by Jeremy Irons is working front of house. <laughs> Jeremy Irons and his creepy twin brother. Yeah, and and Michael Ironside. He's like, what would you like today? <laughs> is it, is Jeremy Irons in that one with the twins? Yeah, Dead Ringers, man. Okay, yeah, it's based in Toronto. They should have like had it. fucking. God damn it. What a missed opportunity that there's no Tim Horton scene in Dead Ringers. Yeah. They should re they should re-edit the movie. They should we, re-edit we, every Cronenberg movie. Release the Snyder cut. <laughs> yeah, release <laughs> re- release the Horton cut. Yeah. Oh God. Anyways, where are you plugging again? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Just in the middle of Dead Ringers. <laughs> There's a scene that's clearly shot in 2021 <laughs> with old Jeremy Irons, not DH'd at all, just walks into a Tim Hortons, orders a double double and a bagel, and walks out. Gets back to business. <laughs> um, That'd be funny. Like, there's a scene of the, the two old Jeremy Irons, like, eating Tim Hortons. <laughs> One Jeremy Irons is like, "Hey, what's your Tim Tim's order?" And the other's like, "Oh, have a nice coffee and some hash browns, please." He's like, "Okay," he writes it down. He's like, "Sorry, what'd you say? Iced coffee? What are you taking it?" And then it's like not talked about again. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. It's crazy to think at that time that iced coffee was not served at Tim Hortons. That's kind of makes me sad. Yeah, it would be a historical inaccuracy. When did iced coffee become a thing? I think it was a couple of years ago. Like maybe like two to three years ago, it got really big. I bet cappuccinos weren't even that big of a thing in the 80s. Yeah, I, the ice cap was not invented either. Probably at that oh, God, I'm so sad for... I mean, when people are like, oh, I wish I could live back in the day. I'm like, oh, okay, so you're you're going to miss ice cappuccinos then. Yeah, you're going to have just fucked up drinks. You're going to have 
only hot drinks. Yeah, and, and no podcast either. Yeah, I know that's really sad. You think people, um, you know how like there's movie podcasts are like, oh, I'm gonna watch Castaway and then listen to this podcast episode about Castaway. Do you think people are like, oh, I just had my coffee, so I can finally listen to this episode of of Tim Sockline? I think so. Yeah, that's for sure. Once they, once you, you can only read the Tim Horns Wikipedia page so much before you want to know some more insider information. So that's exactly, what, I that's mean, what leads it, people to this podcast. It's certainly an original idea, but it's all about personality and how like the host kind of debriefs on such issues, right? I think I I talk about a lot of topical shit on here. It's good, man. I mean, it, you're like a Mandalorian recap podcast, but you recap what's going food on, food and man. drink. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, it's awesome, man. Um. Okay. So what? What the plug? What the plug? I guess first of all i'll plug my christmas movie even though it's a month after christmas but uh i made a movie and it's on youtube it's not really a christmas movie ben you saw it i saw it i mean there's elements of christmas Christmas. yeah the thing that makes it a christmas movie is that santa claus is the main character but hey did you see a second spike in views like when the julian calendar people were celebrating christmas like the ukrainians and stuff yeah, and it, it all, yeah, it, it was, it, I honestly... You release it, it, a Ukrainian cut. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm talking to some people about dubs. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> Ukrainian voice actor. Um, yeah, so it's a movie I made uh, all by myself. Hey. All by myself. I feel like all, uh, your nine listeners might know about it already, but maybe hey. someday people will be catching up with all these episodes when you're rich and famous because of uh you you've become the uh, michelle obama's new husband yeah um or when i win the the case the cease and desist case that tim's brings (laughs) against me (laughs) uh yeah so for all the new listeners in 2023 um yeah uh you've all you've i'm i might be you know dead and buried at this point but uh i do have a movie on youtube called elfing around you should Watch check it. out you don't have to wait till christmas and uh also i have a uh, podcast about survivor epic yeah and uh we're not I mean, there's not no Survivor on air right now, so we're basically podcasting about whatever, but we do still talk about Survivor. We're kind of also talking about The Masked Dancer right now. Do we think the tulip is Charlie D'Amelio? We yeah, I don't, even, Charlie... I don't even have a guess. Last night, the cricket was unmasked to be uh, Brian McKnight. Oh, he's like a, a singer. Singer, good songs. Hey, good for him. Yeah. I don't know, uh, but uh, the Robin Thicke is a ju- is a judge on The Masked Singer, Canadian not or the, half Canadian? not The Masked Singer. Yeah, so he's Canadian and he does bring up Canadians on the show. So there you go. There's your connect your Canadian oh, he like, Canada connection. Thinks the tulips like Ty Domi or something. <laughs> he's like, uh, <laughs> I think that's Brent Butt under there. <laughs> I think that's Max Domi. <laughs> Of course, Ty Domi names his kid Max. Let's just... I don't know. That's just I was thinking that he would name his kid Belt. Belt Domi? Like Ty Domi, Belt Domi. Oh, yeah. Suit and tie. Yeah. That'd be awesome. 
Suit. Oh. Yeah, his he marries a woman named Suit, and their their child is named Vest. Yeah. Uh we can only hope. Anyways, we only got so much time on the Tim's talk line, so we're gonna have to cut you off here. <laughs> Fine. All right. No, I just said. I just said. I just said uh, we're, we're we're paying bills. But uh, anyway, anyway, Joel. Well, well, I do want to say that uh, my brother uh, uh, writes about Tim Hortons for the National Financial Post. Yeah. Right? And he would, he, I think he would come on and talk about the business of the franchise with you. Well, we're going to get him on. Yeah. So that's a maybe a little uh, um, delicious treat for, uh, to, for your for listeners. future listeners. To, yeah. We'll get him on. Jake. I know him. Yep. I read his stuff. <laughs> I got to get him to listen to me. Anyways, Joel, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for calling in to the Tim's talk line. Thank you so much for listening to the new episode. It was a pleasure having you on. I am still getting over the fact that we have that, that the trade deal went through. We sent our old guy to Wendy's, which is fine. The old chef, uh, uh, I forget his name, but uh, now we have now we have a new captain at the ship. This is like when the when the Lakers got LeBron. It, it's it was a game changer. This is like when Kawhi got traded to the Raptors. It was a game changer. We have a new captain of the ship. His name is Talis Vokes. Okay, guys, this is a name you are going to be hearing for years. This is the trade that changed everything. I know we didn't talk about it in the previous interview. This is a name you're going to want to remember, right? This is the name, people. I am so happy you two did for another episode of the Tibbs Talk Line. I hope you loved our wonderful interview with the very lovely Joel Edmondson. Um, We will be back again very soon. We have a lot to talk about, guys. I'm sorry we've taken a couple breaks, but you know how it is. Life gets busy, man. You know, especially when you're when you're under the corporate eye. You know, people are telling you to do things like, you know, the Beatles didn't release Sgt. Pepper in a day, right? Like it took a while. You know, it took it took 58 hours of uh, studio recording to record Strawberry Fields Forever. That's what I feel like we're doing right now. We are making magic. People are going to be studying this podcast. For years to come, the greatest podcast in the world with the greatest listeners. I don't know if I ever say that, but I beat it. The loyal bunch. That's why I call you guys the loyal bunch of Tim's listeners. You guys are the best. Nobody matches you guys. I don't care about these Joe Rogan guys. He's my competition as far as I'm concerned, but hey, you guys are the best. You guys are the number one podcast family in the world. The small but mighty crew the loyal listeners of the greatest podcast in the world, the Tim's Talk Line. So until next time, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for stopping by. Stay calm and drink Tim's. Talk to you later. Goodbye. Ciao.